Welcome back to Sunday Sports Central. This will be the second hour. Again, we run 9 to 11 on Sunday mornings from now until the middle of June with the school year coming to an end. I'm your host, Austin Lane, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Will Ortner. Me and Will have been working on podcasts and blogs this quarter. Uh, Tell them a little bit about that, Will. Well, so what we've done is we try and go out every day and find a fun, interesting story Monday through Friday to get a blog out. We have a bunch of people who go in and do podcasts. We have a great podcast that Mary Grace does uh, that's faith-based. Mm-hmm. Ian and Brennan do a great job on their conservative talk show. We just got a great blog out by our buddy Ryan, pleased yeah. to teach you. If you haven't had a chance to go and check these out on SoundCloud, please do. These kids do great work. They're awesome. They're in the studio every day working on their craft, doing a great job. And then they come in and they write blogs for us. Yep. We just had a great sports blog by Miles King. He did a great job talking about the Blazers and the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Brendan does a great job every week of putting out a blog that he's talking about on his show. I would really encourage our listeners to go in and check out these blogs at 88WonTheBerg.com and just read what these kids are saying. They're smart, intelligent, and they have something interesting to say on every story. Yeah, continuing what you said, there is something every day for you guys to listen to, whether that be a podcast or a blog. And if you want to know right when podcasts and blogs come out, make sure and follow us on our social media on the Twitter at 88WonTheBerg. Uh, follow us, or yeah, follow us. I think it is on Facebook. Is it? Is it still follow? Yeah, I think friend. Yeah, <laughs> like be our, our page, friend. Like, follow, share our posts on uh, Facebook. That is also 88.1TheBerg. KCWU is our tag. Um, but on this hour of Sports Central, we will be going over a little bit more on the NFL draft. And then a little bit later, we'll be talking NHL playoffs. I know you're a big NHL guy, Will. And then at the end of the show, we will try to close with MLB no hitters. We got one last night. Uh, we'll be talking about a little bit about that. But right now, for this next half hour or so, we're going to be doing a big segment on the NFL draft. It's coming up this Thursday. Um, also, on Thursday, earlier in the day before the draft starts, we will be releasing a one-episode podcast, and that is being produced by the wonderful trainer here at 88.1 The Berg, Wyatt Simmons. Uh, I'm not sure who the other guys will be on that, but I'm sure he's going to get a bunch of voices in, coming in, uh, talking about the NFL draft, you know, who's the local Seahawks team going to pick, who's the Browns going to take at number one. Um, so that will also release on Thursday, but we're here right now to talk about it. And we are on CBS Sports Mock Drafts. We have a bunch of different uh, NFL experts as our sources here. We got Chris Chapasso, RJ White, and Jared Dubin uh, from CBS Sports going over, doing their mock drafts. And let's just go over this right now. I want to talk about number one pick overall in the draft. All three are taking Josh Allen. And we just talked about on the last segment uh, Saquon Barkley and why he necessarily isn't getting the first pick this year whereas he might have in other years because the quarterback position is uh so low nowadays in the nfl you know there's not as much talent as running back position and uh so if you missed that segment make sure and check out soundcloud as well we'll be uploading each segment separately right after this show today so make sure and check that out but josh allen the number one pick for the cleveland browns i think everyone or pretty much nearly everyone is in agreement that Josh Allen is going to go first to the Cleveland Browns. Will, give me your take on this. This is really crazy to me because you have a kid here in Josh Allen who really is unproven. 
He played at a small school, uh, Wyoming. He went out in the Mountain West. He wasn't playing s- superior talent as Rosen, Darnold, Jackson, Mayfield. And it's not like he led them to undefeated seasons. He went out and he played well, but to my knowledge, the best thing he did was he won a Holiday Bowl and a Idaho Potato Bowl. Yeah. That's not superior talent. But what it shows me as well is the Browns GM, Jim John Dorsey, excuse me, he feels that he missed on Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. He took someone else, and he didn't go and take Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz has gone out and shown that he's a superstar. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and he's young. And what does Josh Allen and Carson Wentz have in common? They're big kids mm-hmm. with big hands that have a cannon of an arm. And I think that's why he's leaning more towards him instead of my number one pick, which would be Sam Darnold. Yeah, and I do want to go over that. These three guys on CBS Sports all took Josh Allen. Uh, I just saw the ESPN mock draft that just came out. Um, They did one with their NFL experts, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay. And uh, they kind of did a back and forth thing. So, like, Mel Kuyper would take one, Todd McShay would take one. And Mel Kuyper started off the draft, so he got the first pick with the Browns. And he also took Josh Allen. So a bunch of people are taking Josh Allen. But here's a little bit of a funny fact. Uh, on Bovada right now, the uh, pretty much the biggest sports betting website in America, they still have Sam Darnold as the favorite, as of three days ago, as the favorite to get taken number one overall by the uh, Cleveland Browns. And you are in agreement with that. They have Josh Allen as the number two quarterback, which it's not big of a difference. Uh, you know, if you want to make a big bet, go for someone like Saquon Barkley to go first overall, which we just talked about. But they have Sam Darnold still at number one, while a lot of experts aren't going with Sam Darnold. Why do you think that is? I think it's because right now, and again, I'm quoting Cowherd, mm-hmm. it's a lot of sourcing. And so what a lot of people are doing is they're talking to their sources in the Browns. Mm. They're talking to their sources who are close with Dorsey. They're talking with people that are close with even the Giants front office, where a lot of people think that Josh Allen is going to be the QB because he's a big kid, big hands, has a cannon of an arm, and he's used to cold weather, which Cleveland, you have to be used to cold weather. You can link his size similar to a Ben Roethlisberger and a Joe Flacco. He's a big dude that can throw the ball. Cleveland's always drafted... Smaller guys. Johnny Manziel, not a big dude. Kaiser, not very tall, not very strong. They want a kid out there who can go out, chuck the rock, and they think Allen is their guy. They think that he can come in and breed immediate success. And we'll see. But to me, it's Darnold, and it's no question. It's That's a guy who's gone out. He's played against top talent. He has a very similar arm, if not stronger, He's not quite as tall, but he has the same big hands attribute. And what was big for me was seeing him throw in the rain on his pro day. Mm -hmm. The big knock on a lot of those quarterbacks that come from down in the south, in California, Arizona, Texas, Florida, Georgia, can they throw when it's wet, cold, rainy, snowy? And he was out there throwing BBs. I think he's my number one guy. I don't know why Josh Allen is even in the conversation. He should be someone that's going lower in the draft. But he's big, he's strong, and people are starting to fall in love with him. I'm going to disagree with you there. I got I got to go with Josh Allen as well for the, for the Browns. I want to quote Bleacher Report right here. Um, they're talking about Josh Allen a little bit. 
he has grown into the NFL prototype and a wildly intriguing prospect. Uh, franchise quarterbacks do not typically surface in places like this coming out of Wyoming, uh, and redshirt sophomore begins to like change. You know, he, his redshirt sophomore year began to change um, at Wyoming. But I have another quote here. This is from an NFL general manager. Uh, after the Wyoming practice, with no intention of even scouting the team's quarterback, this is his redshirt sophomore year at Wyoming, a few hours after the practice, the NFL GM, who is unnamed, uh, went up to Wyoming head coach Craig Bull and said to the guy, who the H-E double hockey sticks is this guy? So we see Josh Allen, uh, sure, he went to Wyoming. You might not know of him. It doesn't matter. You can still be a great quarterback, and he does have the size, and I think he has something that you're missing on um, with Sam Darnold, and it's durability. I think he has more durability than Sam Darnold. Uh, I think with the size and, like you said, with playing in Wyoming, he will do just fine in Cleveland. Um, I don't think he gets struck by the Cleveland quarterbacks uh, curse that they have going on over there. I don't know how many they've had, what, 20 in the last, like, five or ten years, so I don't think um, that'll fall on him. And like you said, the Browns are mad that they miss out on Carson Wentz, and they're not ready to make that mistake again. I do think they go with Josh Allen with the number one pick overall, and I think if they go Sam Darnold, that's okay. Um, but from what I've seen from Sam Darnold, I think Josh Allen is more, um, more durable, more consistent, and just a better quarterback overall. I think Darnold is the safer pick. I do agree with you in Allen having the ability to be a star in the league. That's a fact. He's a raw talent. Wyoming was the only team that even gave him the time of day in D1 football. He has a great story. He sent his film out to literally every FBS college uh, team in the country, and the only team that hit him back was Wyoming. I am more of a safe guy. I hedge my bets. That's why I go with Darnold. I think you're getting 90% with him. I think Darnold's played better competition. I don't think he'll, he will kind of cower as much. I think he's a natural leader. I don't know enough about Allen's leading abilities to understand or know him well enough in those aspects, which is why I go my way. Mm -hmm. However, I do see why people would say that Allen could be the number one pick, but I think he's a better fit in someone with, like, the Jets organization. Okay. And, you know, Sam Darnold coming out of USC, uh, USC, I've watched him the last couple of years. Pac-12, you know, I'm a big Washington Huskies fan, um, and he completely dominated the Huskies the first time he played us. But uh, I also watched a couple other games where Sam Darnold just didn't have it. Now, I haven't watched that much of Josh Allen, and I don't really know the biggest differences between the guys, but there's got to be a reason these – all these NFL draft experts are going with Josh Allen with the number one overall pick. And like I said before, I think it just comes down to durability. I think the guy has more uh, <clears throat> more size than Sam Darnold a little bit, and I think he's just showing himself as that prototype that is coming out, kind of the same thing that Carson Wentz did. You know, he kind of just like his whole college career, it's like nobody really knows the guy, but then senior year it's like, boom, who's this kid? And then, you know, he gets drafted, and look look how he's – you know, he's, he's a pretty good NFL quarterback. I'll give him that. Um but I just saw too much inconsistency from Sam Darnold over the season. I watched a couple of games where he just didn't have his stuff, uh, and I know every college kid goes through that, but I haven't watched much of Josh Allen. I just want one big reason why you think Sam Darnold is better than Josh Allen. 
My big reason is just I watched what he did two years ago against Penn State in the Rose Bowl, and what he did was incredible. I know he had Juju Smith-Schuster, one of the best wide receivers that year in the country, but it just showed to me this is a dude who can go out in prime time when you need a big play, you need something clutch, he'll go out and do it. I think to a degree this year he kind of put – certain things on autopilot. I think without Juju Smith-Schuster, he felt he had to do more. So the gunslinger, the Brett Favre in him kind of came out a little Mm -hmm. bit more. However, I think when you just let Darnold develop, you let him do his thing. They have a good receiving core over there right now. Now they need to get O-linemen to protect the quarterback, whoever it is. But when you have someone like uh, Gordon and keep him eligible, keep him not suspended – you have Landry. Those are two quality, good wide receivers. So I think whoever the quarterback is that's going into it is going to have a better uh, chance to succeed, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think Darnold is the right guy. To me, there's just not enough film. There's just not enough of Josh Allen going up against NFL guys for me personally to take him. However, he could be the next Ben Roethlisberger and Carson Wentz, yeah. guys who came from small schools, big dudes who could throw the ball around. And I could very easily see that. But for me, as a safe bet guy, mm-hmm. as a guy who gen- generally goes with the Vegas betting odds or the Bavoda betting odds, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick with Darnold, mm-hmm. but I will be rooting for Allen in his career. Awesome. Uh, enough about Josh Allen and Sam Darnold. Let's move on to some other picks in the NFL draft. A uh, bunch of guys have... Obviously, the Giants keeping their number two pick and going. If uh, Cleveland goes Josh Allen, they'll go Sam Darnold. And if Cleveland goes Sam Darnold, they'll probably go with Josh Allen, possibly. Um, but we have Chris Trapasso from CBS Sports going Bradley Chubb with the second pick. And that really surprises me. And then we also have um, one of the other CBS Sports NFL draft experts, Jared Dubin, has the Broncos trading up to get Josh Rosen in the second pick and Sam Darnold going to the Cleveland Browns at number one. Um but what what is this what is this talk about Bradley Chubb moving up to the number two spot in the draft for the New York Giants? I thought we were just talking about how little talent there is in the quarterback position this year. And do you think the Giants really, really, really need a quarterback right now? I personally, if I'm a Giants GM, I'm going quarterback. Okay. I think Eli's old. You have to have a quarterback to win in this league. However, Chubb is going to fill that next DN role. The Giants are known for having great DNs. From Strahan, OCU Minura, yep. uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, mm-hmm. Justin Tuck. They don't have any of those guys anymore. So where might they go with Bradley Chubb? This dude can rush the passer. He's great. He has good finesse moves as well as power moves. He's the complete package when you're talking about a DN that can rush the passer. He's not quite on par with the talent level of last year's number one overall pick, Miles Garrett. Mm -hmm. However, he's right there, and I'm excited to see what this kid can do. As an O-lineman, when I watch Chubb, it's hard to pick apart his game because if you can go out and say, well, I'm going to shut out the finesse game, then he's just going to bully you, and he's going to bully you, and he's going to push-pull you, and he's going to dominate. If you're like, well, I'm going to be loaded for bear. I'm coming in. He's not beating me Mm -hmm. with his power moves. He's going to use his speed to dominate you. He's a great talent, and I I see him as a better pick for them than, say, going with Barkley. 
However, I would still go with your next top quarterback, whether that's Rosen, Darnold, Allen, or even Mayfield. Yeah, I have one NFL uh, mock draft that I think is pretty much going to be um, exactly what it, what these top 10 picks are exactly what I think is going to happen too. Uh, it's from CBS Sports NFL draft expert R.J. White. And again, this is Austin Lane with Will Ortner on Sunday Sports Central. Um, <clears throat> we'll be here till 11. I got this guy... This guy's mock draft. This is exactly how I think it's going to go. It's going to go Josh Allen, number one of the Browns, Sam Darnold, number two to the Giants, Josh Rosen, number three to the Jets, and then the Bills trading up for Baker Mayfield in the four spot and moving the Browns' other pick down to number 12. Now, a bunch of other people are saying the Browns need to keep that number four pick, uh, take a quarterback at number one, and then keep that four for another position. Um but again, another a lot of people are saying the Bills are going to trade up to make sure they get a quarterback because they'll be stuck down in twelve if they don't trade, and they're not going to get one of those top four quarterbacks um, in this draft. But so, how do you how important do you think it is that the Bills move up and get one of those guys in the four spot? I think the worst case scenario for the Bills is if the Giants go with a quarterback, mm-hmm. because you're talking about a cold weather climate. You're talking about a place where you're going to have to play in snow for the last three, four weeks of the season. Yeah. And to me, Baker Mayfield in the snow is scary. He's a small quarterback. He's not known for having an enormous arm. He's an accurate nickel and dime you, and he's exciting because he can run at times. I, If I'm the Buffalo Bills, if anything, I'm trying to trade with the Giants. Mm, I want that. Yeah, I want that pick because – when I look at it, Josh Allen, Darnold, Rosen, I think those are all quarterbacks that can throw well in the in the rain, the wet, the snow. Those are big guys. I think a ba- if I'm Baker Mayfield, I don't even want to be drafted by Buffalo. I want to be drafted by Miami. Yeah. Or Arizona. Yeah. I want to go. Which and, isn't going to happen, unfortunately, for him. Unless they make some crazy trade. Yeah. I would agree with that because smaller quarterbacks can work in domes and in dry climates in the snow wet rain i just don't know if he has the ability to get done what he needs to get done okay i got two big things i want to talk about with that and we'll go over both of them the first one is i can see if one of two scenarios if the browns take josh allen and then the giants take sam darnold i think the bills have to move up and get that number four spot but if the Browns take Sam Darnold at number one, I think the Bills might even end up moving and trading with the Giants for their number two pick to get Josh Allen. Um, and then the second thing I want to talk about is the Bills moving up at all. Uh, you know, we got a weird situation here. If the Bills move up to the four spot, you have the number one pick in the Cleveland Browns, Cold City, Cleveland, Ohio. Number two pick, New York, New York City. Pretty cold in during the NFL season. Third pick, New York Jets, New York City, pretty cold. And then the fourth pick, if they move up, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo, pretty cold. Fifth pick even, Denver Broncos, cold. You know, not as much oxygen. We got these guys coming from, you know, you just brought up Baker Mayfield, small guy, might have some trouble in the snow. Got a guy like Sam Darnold. He spent the last, what, three, four years in Southern California. I think his, he's born in Southern California. Born his whole in Southern life, California. Whole life. Same with Rosen. And these guys got him going to the Bills. I mean, he's uh, one guy's got uh, Chris Trapasso, CBS Sports NFL draft experts, got him got the Bills moving up to take Darnold if the Giants take Bradley Chubb at number two. Um, but, yeah, that going back on that first thing I want to talk about is how big of a difference does it make 
between, you know, what do you see happening in the three, four, five spots if A, the Browns take Allen and the Giants take Darnold, or if A, or if B, the Browns take Darnold and the Giants take Allen? What do you see as the differences there in the picks after that? I see a lot of panic in teams like uh, Buffalo, Arizona, even Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Teams that need a quarterback, there's four in this draft, maybe five, but right now it seems four quarterbacks that people are sold on, and that's Allen, Darnold, Rosen, Mayfield. Two of them are off the board, and you need a quarterback. There's no one in free agency you can go out and get, and this year it doesn't look like there's going to be a great quarterback draft class next year. Yeah. So you'll see some teams. I I would bet money that you will see at least one, if not two, blockbuster trades Yeah. between one of those three teams trying to go up and get a quarterback. And I personally think... Those three teams being, sorry to interrupt you, the Bills, Cardinals, or Dolphins? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I personally think if I was Cleveland, I would go out and I'd take my quarterback right then and there, and then I'd start shopping my fourth pick because they're going to go out and they're going to be able to get a lot for that fourth pick. And if they're not completely sold on Bradley Chubb or Saquon Barkley, Mm -hmm. I think they'll get a multitude of draft picks where they can build young talent, which is what Dorsey wants. He wants his guys in the system. So I'm excited to see draft day. This is one of the few drafts where I'm actually glued in because to me, drafts, eh, whatever, let's see what you do on the field. But this draft, you'll see me down at bleachers getting ready with the football team (laughs) watching this draft. Yeah, this will be a very exciting draft. I love drafts where – first four or even you know five picks are all quarterbacks that's really fun to watch um we don't have a lot of good quarterbacks but we have four five maybe even six really good ones before the talent just drops completely off but that is what makes the nfl draft fun because then you throw in those little pieces like saquon barkley quentin nelson you know mika fitzpatrick you throw those guys in the draft it will be a very exciting draft uh but going back on what we were just talking about let's assume the uh, Browns take a quarterback at one, either Allen or Darnold, and then shop their uh, fourth pick in the draft to the Buffalo Bills. Here's the sad situation for the Buffalo Bills that I can see happening. Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, and Josh Rosen are off the board. They take Baker Mayfield, who you said might not be good in snow. Or Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, and Josh Rosen are off the board, and they have to take Sam Darnold, who might not be good in the snow either. Is there a way the Bills can either turn one of these guys that won't be good in the cold into a good cold quarterback? Or do you think they just say, it's fine, we'll just stay at the 12th spot? I think... Do they need a, do they need a quarterback so badly that they are willing to take a chance on a guy who's not Josh Allen and who's used to playing like in a cold environment like Wyoming? I think that they will. Just looking at these blogs from uh, Chris Trapasso and RJ White, mm-hmm. It's clear to me that they believe, with their insider knowledge, that Buffalo is sold on one of these quarterbacks and they know they have to get it. And to be fair to Baker Mayfield, there's no saying that he can't be good in the snow. Yeah. We're just going off of stereotypes of small, small handed quarterbacks. And it's possible. Who knows? He could be great out in the snow. Mm-hmm. There's no saying he can't. Maybe they switch their game up and they move kind of more towards how the Seahawks were in the early uh, 2010s mm-hmm. where you have a smaller quarterback, but your game is built off running the football. 
maybe that's what they're going to do. They'll take a quarterback where you, they say, hey, just don't lose us games. Keep us in games, be a leader, and don't make us look stupid. Don't let us blow a game where it's your fault on you throwing an interception. Control the game. Yeah. It's possible. Kirk Cousins is really good at it, who's a very similar player to Mayfield. And Alex Smith is very good at it. Both guys who have played in Washington, cold weather. Yeah. Um, Cousins played in, or he's now going to Minnesota. Um, and Alex Smith has played in Kansas City, cold. Yeah. So these are guys who have shown that they can win in the cold. Why can't Baker Mayfield do it? And I think that's what the Bills are banking on is if we do it right, we can get this guy to win us games. Yeah, I do agree with you. I think they will take a quarterback, uh, but you might see some other surprises from around the uh, – not might. I know we will see some surprising uh, moves on NFL Draft Day. But the last couple minutes of this segment, I want to go local and talk about the Seahawks, what they're going to be doing for the draft. Uh, the Associated Press just came out with a uh, post uh, about an hour ago, actually, on a little bit of a Seahawks draft update. I'm just going to uh, go over this really quick. Um, let's talk about last season for the Seahawks. Pete Carroll was in an unfamiliar situation of being stuck at home for the playoffs. Uh, Seattle missed the postseason for just the second time during Pete Carroll's tenure as uh, key injuries and lack of depth caught up with us, uh, leading to some major changes. Michael Bennett, Richard Sherman, potentially Cam Chancellor and Cliff Averill, uh, plus coaches Daryl Bevel, Tom Cable, and Chris Richard are all gone this offseason. They seem to be committing to reestablishing a run game that was non-existent last season under the new offensive coordinator Brian Schottenheimer this season. They ranked 23rd last year in the league running the ball, and they put too much offensive emphasis on Russell Wilson, so they'll need help there. Uh, and on the defensive side of things, Bobby Wagner remained one of the elite linebackers in the NFL, but injuries exposed the defense as no longer elite. Gone are the Super Bowl days of the Seattle defense. Um, so this draft, the Washington Post says, and the Associated Press says that they need a DN, safety, D-tackle, corner, running back, wide receiver, and a quarterback possibly uh, for our backup, of course. And things to not worry about are linebacker and kicker. I mean, you know, that's a given. Um, but moving on here, we have a possible first pick. Again, this is from the Associated Press of Minka Fitzpatrick, Harold Landry, Marcus Davenport from Boston College, Josh Jackson, uh, Derwin James from Florida State. Those are all possible first picks. Um, and just an outlook on the draft overall. All offseason, the general manager, John Schneider, and Coach Pete Carroll have called Seattle's overhaul retooling and not a full rebuilding era uh, for the Seattle team. So the Seahawks must hit this draft. Uh, they've missed on the last couple drafts. And we, as we all know, the ones before those were exceedingly, you know, so good like our picks were so good in uh 2010 2011 2012 2013 you know but last couple of years we've been missing with our draft picks um the belief is that russell wilson and bobby wagner are still in their prime and we have the chance to contend next year if we can get some good rookies out on the field um, but there cannot be drafts with more misses than hits like in the previous years uh, we currently don't have a second day pick which is very unlike us we um, traded away the number 18 spot, so expect us to be very aggressive in remedies for lack of second-day picks during the first day, and that's from the Associated Press. So let's talk about the Seahawks. Uh, do you think that, A, Minka Fitzpatrick will fall to them, or, B, he won't fall to them and they're going to look elsewhere? What do you think about that? First off, I don't think Minka Fitzpatrick is falling to the Seahawks. I think that's a pipe dream. 
He's yeah. going to be a top 10 pick. He's not coming to the seat to Seattle. If I'm Seattle and I'm John Schneider and I'm Pete Carroll, now I'm biased. I play offensive line. So, of course, I'm going to think that's one of the most important positions. <laughs> but they need to go draft linemen. This offensive line is horrendous. Yeah, it is. They need to go out, and I want them to go out and take Will Hernandez. I think really? that kid is solid really? out of UTEP. He had a great combine. They need guards. They need. They also need tackles, and they need a center. But <laughs> that's the I, whole line. I don't know. I think the D line is a little bit more turmoil. I know. Uh, the Associated Press had a couple first possible picks for the Seahawks being uh, defensive end from Alabama, Harold Landry, or the defensive end from Boston College, Marcus Davenport. You think they need an O-lineman. I think they need a D-lineman. Obviously, the team needs help on both sides of the ball. Um, what do you think is more important for the team? You think an offensive guard is more important than a defensive end right now? Right now, I think your star player is Russell Wilson, and I think you live and die by his arm, and I think you go as far as you do with this guy. He's your leader. He's proven that he can get you to championship games. He's proven that he can win you championship games. You need to protect him. If they can move Fetty back into guard with Will Hernandez, and then they need to develop some tackles. Uh, you have some tackles coming back from injury. If those are the guys you trust, then you should stay with them. However, I think you need to build them. They need to build themselves from the inside out, and I think the perfect place is to go with Britt at center, Hernandez at guard, Effetti at guard, and build out from there. You can find solid DNs in the second round, third round. Which they, won't they'll have, have, they won't have a second round pick, though. They'll have to make trades. Yeah. And they're good at that. Schneider is known for wheeling and dealing. So hopefully they can go out and find that defensive talent in, either in free agency or there. However, I go with guard. All right. I got to disagree with you. I got to go. I think they're going to try to rebuild that defensive line first and foremost, rather than the offensive line. I think they're going to go with a DN, whether that be from Alabama, Harold Landry, or Boston College, Marcus Davenport. Um, but that takes us to 10.30. we got a half hour left. Don't go anywhere. Coming up right after this break, we're going to be talking NHL playoffs with my NHL fan co-host, Will Ordner. So we're going to be talking about a little bit with Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby possibly meeting up again in the next round. And then to end the show, we'll be talking about no-hitters in the MLB. Are they a thing of the past? Are they worthless now? So don't go anywhere. we got a half hour left here on Sunday Sports Central on 88.1 The Berg. This is your music central, 88.1 The Berg. 